Hey there, welcome to The League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. I'm here with my great colleague and friend, Nathan Brooks. We call him Brooksy. Brooksy, how are you going today, sir? Shanaz, fantastic. It's great to be behind the mics again, doing this. It's been a while. Was it pre-grand final? Grand last final one? week, or as I call it, cronk week. Cronk week. It'll be up there with shark week. National Geographic. But yeah, it was a good grand final, wasn't it, Schnaz? Fascinating, it honestly was. And the way that the Roosters played it, they uh, the media during the week, he's going to play, he's going to play, he's not going to play, he's not going to play. He played yeah. with one arm, yeah. won the title. Good luck to him. It was great to see the Roosters actually play to their potential. We've seen them in bits and pieces do it. But that was a comprehensive performance and it blew me away like I tipped the storm I'm pretty sure on the podcast and and just watching the Roosters just they they squeezed them out of that game they just dominated defensively it it was such a good performance and the Roosters fans have got to be stoked that's exactly what Politis and Trent Robinson wanted by recruiting Kronk yeah getting all the guys to fill in and around him. And, and it wasn't a great to see that if Kronk wasn't 100%, that they all stood up and played really well. The coaching was unbelievable from uh, from Trent Robertson, and yeah. he needs to be commended as much as Kronk. We're here to talk about rugby league mainly. Yeah. We also talk about a few other things. We work at Fox Sports. We are blessed to do this. Nathan, we've both had holidays recently. Yeah. I went to New York uh, amongst a few other places. I got to meet Bruce Springsteen. Now, you know what that means to me. That's that's everything. It's like me meeting, I guess, Posh Spice or um, yeah. the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. You're a big fan of those two? Yeah, oh, I'm also you've, Hootie. You've I, lived your life the way that they would like you to and yeah, I think so. bought everything they've ever done. And Yeah. Okay. Hootie and the Blowfish was such a good um, I feel like you're bringing my meeting me. Bruce Springsteen down. <laughs> it was the greatest no, thing no. that ever happened in the world to anyone, let alone me. Yeah. And I thank... Everyone involved for it happening. He didn't let me down. He was wonderful, wonderful human being. In all honesty, Schnaz, it's awesome that you get to meet a hero like that and someone you've idolized for so long. Yeah. I have to give a shout out to him and his people and his Broadway special, which is sensational. It's just every emotion you can conjure up is in this show. It's going to be streaming on Netflix from December 16. So if you are interested at all in that, please give it a a go because it's it's captivating look i'm not a massive fan of the boss but i definitely will be uh giving it a go netflix is so good i was texting you when i was in vegas saying yeah. please come and play the craps table with me but you were like nah i'm surfing and my girlfriend's here and scott hogarth's here and how was your trip away it was great hawaii 10 days unbelievable got in the water just enjoyed a bit of downtime shanaz Last time I was over there was at the back end of a five-week trip of go- going around Mexico and the States, and it was just good to get over there and chill out in the water and eat some good food and just cap off a nice uh, second year at Fox League. So, yeah, back into it now, doing a bit of Fox cricket stuff. It's 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 building again nicely for another season. Now, I'm prepping for next year already in my role. I can only imagine you are too for the yeah. NRL is what I mean. It's good to do another sport too to get some some ideas. Um, definitely, we've got a few people that have done stuff with nine and ten 
and you sort of it's great to be able to see how they do things and then bring that in and I guess when you're doing um, stats for other sports too Shnaz, you can get to the juices flowing as to what we can do shout out to league. our friend Matt Russell I did some NBL the other weekend and Matty Russell yep. was going bonkers on the commentary yeah doing a great job so. and that's good like you see some of the commentators Speedy's doing A-League um, Was is doing golf like yeah. it's good that to see those guys just keep doing their thing and that's what makes them so good on the mic Shnaz, and great to great people to work with now we both love TV have yeah. you got anything you want to spruik yourself I, seriously I don't know how much time we've got Shnaz I streamed pretty much every possible show stand up comedy gig <laughs> everything on Stan Netflix um, I've been on SBS on demand at the mm. moment watching mm. a show that's very good. I think I've mentioned it on a previous podcast. Which You're one? the worst. Oh, okay, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's like a dark comedy of a, of relationships and okay. like the intricacies of them. Very good, very funny, um, quite crass in in spots, but it's it's good. Um, what else? There was some good stand up. Watched um, John Mulaney, Hassan Minaj. Um, Russell Peters, uh, uh, very, yeah, quite a bit of that. What you, about yourself? Have, have you been you... to the cinemas at all? Yeah, I saw Creed 2 on Sunday okay. night. No spoilers. I'm oh. yet to go. I can't wait. You know, yeah. I love the Rocky and Creed franchises. Yeah. Did you go see the uh, Queen biopic? Queen. No, I didn't. I haven't seen that yet. It's, uh, it's, you seen it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Controversial. Really? The telling, the storytelling, it's not accurate to real life they've sort of made it Hollywood so I was really uncomfortable with some of the things that I knew wasn't true or weren't true in that timeline that they told it yeah so I sat there uncomfortably going it looks good and the actors are great but you're three years off just for the sake of the story that's funny like because you see when you watch sport documentaries like it's hard to manipulate the truth like you can get different angles, right? Like Maradona, the hand of God, you know, you see that stuff. He denies it, but you know, everyone This is knows. a this is a retelling, but I yeah. didn't think it would be actually retold. I thought it'd yeah. just be the life of Queen. Yeah. But it was a little bit uh exaggerated. Don't let the having, truth get in the way of a good story well, sort of thing. The troubling or? bit is two of the, the three remaining guys were heavily involved in the film. So <laughs> it's it's fantastic spectacle, but I was yeah. left a little bit uneasy about that kind of thing but there's so, so little time so many films i want to see brooksy we're going to go to a short break we will come back and start talking about the nrl Welcome back to the League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. I'm here with Brooksy. There is no off season. I sometimes wish there was. Brooksy, it's been crazy. Why don't you just start us off? I don't know where to start. Where should we start at the top with the coaches? Yes. Five coaches. <laughs> You're not good enough. Yeah. You're not good enough. Yeah. It's been pretty brutal, Shanaz. We had uh, Desi Hasler. And Trent Barrett at Manly, that saga. Oh, my God. What's going on? That is what it was, a saga. Yeah. 
Desi's back in the NRL at Manly. Yeah. I didn't think it happened. Just trying to rehash the old times, you know, get, get Desi back. They were good times. Yeah, yeah. Couple of grand finals. You're a big Trent Barrett fan as a human being. Yeah, he's player. my he's my boss. He's your boss. He's my boss. Have you met Dora your boss? Steel is great. You've met Trent Barrett, haven't you? Yeah, I've met him at games and stuff, organising interviews. How do you feel now for him? What's going on? I mean, oh, he's sitting a, on a pay packet for what another half a year, I think. Yeah, it's a, a terrible situation to be in, where like so they've hired a, a coach and said that he's going to be the coach for 2019. I understand, like it, it's it's. For Manly fans, it must be tough that they ha- they haven't sorted that out. But at the same time, you're bringing back someone who's brought you a premiership. You probably don't like what happened at Canterbury or the back end of Canterbury. He did have some success at Canterbury initially, but... Question, will Trent Barrett ever get a top NRL gig again? It's going to be tough for him. Like you'd think there's going to be guys that are coming through in reserve grade, both in New South Wales and Queensland. And there's uh, expats over in the Super League as well that might want to get a a coaching gig back here. But I think his best course of action is to go to a club and probably be either an assistant or or coach their ISP or um, ISC team. And then maybe get some success and come back. Like, I don't know what the stats are, but a, a coach that leaves the NRL and then comes back, like, how often does it happen? Like, I, I'm sure it's not Well, you never that say often. never, Brooksy, in the NRL. You never yeah. say never. Well, we well, we got Michael Maguire, right? He's now at the Tigers, and obviously with Ivan Cleary moving to Penrith. Oh, boy. Another mess. Um, and it's just, he he had some relative success with New Zealand. Yeah, you, like, but that's a couple of games. But he's going. Yeah, the the Tigers have got a premiership winning coach, like a, a recent premiership re- winning coach. I don't think they've lost in the in the trade. There. No, uh, I don't know if they're going to be better, but it's at least someone on level playing field, given the potential that Cleary has in his coaching. Yeah, Brooksy, just finally for the moment on Manly, Des yeah. Hasler. Yeah, you happy with it? I don't know. I remember like people were saying, like surely that's the end of him after what happened at the Bulldogs. Yeah, that and was now, dreadful. 12, 18 months later, he's he's the head coach. I understand Manly's side of it. They're romancing the whole situation. Yeah. They want to go back in time. We we all want to do that. I let's see how it goes. I I can't give you an answer. Well, they've done so much, like with the club that I. As someone that grew up on the Northern Beaches, haven't really agreed with. They took their reserve grade team out of the area, although they do play the Blacktown Workers Seagulls. So you're saying right there that you don't have like your your local area um, is an issue, and that we need to get a team out west so we can start getting players from the west. Uh, they, they they had some success in under twenties um, in 2017. I believe they won the NYC. And a lot of those players weren't local kids. And I think not having that connection to the old Manly, um, you, you sort of got this snowball feeling that the uh, rugby league on the Northern Beaches was sort of just losing its grip. You saw some crowds as well over the last two years. 
I remember 2017 Newcastle Friday, an early Friday game was really it was terrible it was bad weather yeah. um, and they got around 4,000 and they had a similar one this year with the Titans but it was a it was quite a nice night <laughs> and the Titans rolled them and there was hardly anyone there at Brookie in the last like 15 to 20 minutes of that game yeah. and it was re- uh, it's just these little things that just show you that I think they've been a bit concerned about where they were heading in terms of their culture and and the team and I think right. this might be it might be just a bit of a band-aid solution to yep. get uh, rugby league back on the northern beaches bit bit of a identity back in the club that the locals can resonate with definitely I agree with that uh, scenario there Brooksy let's go to another experienced man boy he's turned into a bit of a character Wayne Bennett oh. now you're not aware of this but when he arrived this week in Sydney there was a scene, a scene yeah. man. He didn't want to be paraded out in front of the waiting press, and that's fine, I, yeah. I get that. Reading the article that I read, he proceeded to get security to help. He was ringing up airport staff. He was hanging out in the Qantas Lounge with John Howard, former Prime Minister, for hours. And he basically, I think, was there for five hours before he could get out to a waiting car to go to Redfern. So... I've got a secret feeling, even though he claims to not like the spectacle, I think he does like the spectacle. It's like t- he's taking on the Clint Eastwood persona. Like, I don't know. It just seems like some of the stuff that he's saying is like a big act, and it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And and we saw the other side with uh, Seabold, ex-South Sydney, now Broncos coach, yep. finally having enough and writing an email, which was leaked, of course. Yeah. <sighs> And he used the word bullshit, which I think we can say on this podcast. He just did. And he, you know, his family had to be moved and that kind of thing. And they were back and forth, back and forth. And he's like, what's going on? Yeah. By the way, Wayne Bennett's talking to my my uh, players. Yeah. Telling them what they're doing. That he's changed the preseason. Yeah. You know, Wayne Bennett loves a uh, army camp to start. Yes. The, yeah, yeah. He's doing that instead of whatever they're going to do. So he's all over it, Wayne Bennett. And he's, as Vossi would say... He's a fibber. This is just another thing in terms of we've talked about it so many times about uh, the free agent market and all this stuff. Like you're signing someone for the the next season. And this is how it works. On November 1, 2018, players and coaches who were off contract after 2019 could sign contracts for 2020. Yeah. Players, I can sort of... I, I, I don't agree with it, but I can sort of see there's not really an issue there. It's just that they may get injured over the year playing for their current team. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, like Angus Crichton last year, he lopped uh, a finger off. So the Roosters are only getting nine and a half fingers when they signed a guy that had ten. Are they paying him less? Paying him exactly the same. Because it's already signed. A year and a half. Because it's signed. Gotcha. Not saying that uh, losing half a finger is going to totally change a footballer, although his numbers were a little down last season, Shtaz, I must admit. And I'm sure you can, uh, when you go back upstairs and I'll have attest. a look. I'll yeah, attest. Have a look, have a look and, um, and see. But I, I, with coaches, it's different, Shnaz. You've yeah. got two coaches yeah. who are... Got a year, a year with their current club, then going to change clubs in this scenario, which is great because they're on opposite sides here. It's One's perfect. going from team A to team B and team, and the other one's going from team B to team A. A lot of Broncos were off contract for after 2019 or even to start 2019 as well. And 
Bennett's probably going, hey, I'm going down to, South, I'm going down to Sydney. You want to join me? And, you know, like, it was interesting to see Darius Boyd, who was very much, you know, I'm staying up here. He followed him down there twice or oh, yeah. followed him down there yeah, and yeah. then followed him back yeah. up. But, like, to be the Pang guy, Matty Lodge, Corey Oates, Damian Cook, like, all these guys were sort of in limbo with their contract situation. What, what's stopping Seabold from, like, negotiating it at training with the guys, like, talking to them and going, oh, look, um, you know, uh, I don't know if, like, for instance, with Damian Cook, I don't know if I'm going to keep Andrew McCulloch when I'm up there next year. Maybe... Damien, you can come up here and I'll use some of that cap space to sign you. Yeah. Like, it is a mess, Schnaz. Like, the whole being able to sign a year in advance and the coaches have proved that this week and something needs to be done. I feel sorry for the likes of Robert Jennings and Alex Johnston because reportedly, and it's only reportedly, but they're a little bit on the outer at South with Wayne Bennett and particularly Jennings, and Bennett was quoted this week saying, I'm not sure what, which way he's going to go, whether it will keep him or not. We are approaching, well, we are in summer training now for the new season. Yep. And I, I really feel for guys like that who are probably on less money than the superstars. Yeah. What's going to happen to these guys? I don't see it as a massive issue. Like if they want, if, if as players they want to get out of it, they're, they're professionals now, and I think... Yeah, but there's got to be get... cap space elsewhere for oh, them yes, to go. Oh, yes, of course. That's and what that, I mean. That, yes, that's the issue. Yeah. Like, they're only really limited there, but... Um, and that and that's the thing, too. Like, teams have got to be... Like, don't fill your cap up fully. You know there's going to be this ridiculous movement, snowball movement, so that maybe we keep a couple of mil up our sleeve because of these sort of Alex Johnsons and, and Robert Jennings coming off contract, I might be able to nab an outside back. Like the Dragons still have a bit of money to get an outside back, knowing as a fan, because they lost, they let Nana McDonald go to the Cowboys. Mm. So I think teams are starting to build that into their salary cap sort of analysis, that they would be able to come and get someone late or early in their, in their preseason. Speaking of having cap space, yes. what about if your number one player in the whole world, probably the greatest player to ever play the game, decides instead of playing one last year with your beloved club, he's going to go play NFL. That would leave a lot of cap space in your bank account, wouldn't it? It would. And then you would go buy another superstar, probably on slightly less money. <laughs> To play halfback, and I'm talking about the Cronulla This is Sharks. a pretty familiar t- yeah, yeah, <laughs> scenario that you're playing out here. Brooksy, now. my heart, you can see it. It's wide yeah. open. It is broken. It yeah. is black, blue, not much white in there. And uh, I'm a shattered man. Yeah. I've been keeping a brave face online, on Val's social media. Man, He's been I've, your boy for ages. little piece of me died inside. Yeah. The only retribution I'll get is if he signs with the Minnesota Vikings, which is a 1 in 32 chance. What are your thoughts? What 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 the heck happened? It's crazy. It's uh, we would remember. I've been like hammering you over the last year. Going, he's going to the Cowboys. Sure. He's going to the Cowboys. You know, as he loves You're Townsville. On your, on your own there. I had the wrong Cowboys. It was the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. What's going on? Like, now nah, I I'm happy for him. Like he's done so much in the game at such a short uh, at, at such a young age. Let me stop you there. He's done everything. He's done everything. Australia, how many tries? He scored a thousand tries in nine games Everything. for the Kangaroos. He's won Origin. There's no list. Everything. He's done Premiership. it. Premiership. He can't go back You're and win a NYC comp. No, he's done everything. My only negative, of course, is the fact that the timing of it. Yes. Which is not good, even. He's admitted that 
in hindsight, uh, people make mistakes. I'm not going to... How old is he, Schnaz? 23. 23. Yeah. Exactly. So What were you doing when you were 23? You don't want to know. Had nothing to do with an NFL contract, though, I can tell you that. <laughs> I was I was heading over to Canada to live in Vancouver for CFL? a year. Uh, no, no, but uh, if the contract was there to play for the BC Lions, uh, I probably would have taken it. You know, I was there to have fun. Yeah. I'm sure you were having fun too. I was. This guy has accomplished so much and obviously must be a massive NFL fan. And we have known that he's been over in the US with um, Tamalolo as well doing the, um, oh, not the NFL combine, but doing similar sort of drills and stuff to yeah. s- sort of get his rep out there. But why not? I, so lo- he- I love the I love the Hayne story. Yeah. Um, don't so much like the Hayne stories of recent time, but no. um, this is great. This is a young guy, a likable guy yeah. that's going over there. Mate, I hope, he, I hope he gets a contract. I hope we're watching ESPN on a Monday or Tuesday morning and we're watching him there. Uh, returning kickoffs or punts or whatever he is going to do. I could, over see, him, there. I like could see him being a wide receiver at some point. Yeah, uh, he's got a, sp- a spot in the international pathways, so to speak. I've made that term up, yep. but and it's a pretty exclusive club. And from there, if someone picks you up, then you kick on. If you don't, you can stay in that uh, program. I think for six months to a year yep. on a small contract. And uh, so he's already made a little bit of a step. Yeah, there's just a long way to go. I think he could seriously have a career in there i'm not suggesting he'll be you know an adam thielen for example but uh, you know to have a career that you could be on the practice squad yeah and you that's a success in my eyes yeah definitely so we'll see what happens with him this is not a vow podcast unlike my other podcasts <laughs> that i do sean johnson what do you think quickly i can't believe what happened with him at the warriors where it was like uh look elsewhere for 2020 and then a few days later, he was released from his 2019, last year of his current deal. And then there was talk of him going to the Roosters in 2020, potentially signing a one-year deal at Cronulla. I believe it's three years, Schnaz. That's great. I think it's a great scenario that's played out after losing Val to get Sean Johnson. You've got a couple of guys that have been flexible. We talked about how many fullbacks, I think, uh, last year, we were talking about how you had Holmes, you had Moylan, you had Dugan. So, uh, Gal was blowing up as if it was like, oh, doom and gloom, we've just lost a guy and it's like he's ruined us and he should be banned for... Was it banned for life? He said two to three, then he said life, so, yeah. Yeah, well, like, you, mate, you, you're the one team that has a handful of fullbacks. Don't worry. Move a guy back to fullback and... As we've just talked about before, how you keep some cap space up your sleeve, this one is a nice fit. Townsend and Johnson yeah. did play together at yeah. the Warriors. I did some stats on that, Brooks. Yeah. I don't have them in front of me, but Chad Townsend, probably best uh, two years of his uh, yeah. career, including the premiership season 2016. He, with Johnson, he clicked. Yeah. A lot more of attack. So... I think it'll work. It'll take a lot less pressure off Chad Townsend. Last yeah. year, he pretty much did everything. This yeah. year, he'll be doing half of that. And that's a bonus for him. And it's great for like Kyle Flanagan to have... you got Moylan, Johnson, Townsend at your disposal to learn off. Like yeah. They're not uh, Darren Lockyer and Andrew Johns, but like yeah, they're yeah. great guys. And that... Because I, I guess Kyle's your future as he, well, right? He just right? signed a three-year deal. Yeah. I'm not sticking up for Mr. Gallon, but what I will say is, as a fan, I could see his point of view of doom and gloom in that week. It, it yeah. was like, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah. 
anyway. You were not out of the talk that morning either when Sean Johnson was going to come to Cronulla. They delayed it a little bit because you thought you might need a star player with Widdop saying or suggesting that he was needing to go home in a hurry. Turns out yeah. it'll be the end of the season. Quite a classy guy, Widdop, in doing that. How are you feeling? I'm not angry or sad or anything. Like, it's as a Dragons fan, I thought it was handled very well. The whole situation was handled well from player to... Um, teammates to the club the way they did um they what the way they handled it was awesome i thought um as a dragons fan yeah you're gonna have that when you sign people from let's say you sign ben hunt you sign a, your halves are from england and queensland <laughs> although widdop's been here um for a few years now yeah. um but yeah i i remember looking up um Gareth Widdop when I was trying to do a profile on him and understand he's really close with his grandmother who watches all these games and had watched all these games and it was it was awesome when we were televising NYC because that was actually going back to England as well and she was able to watch him play for the Storm and I think they made a grand final against the Tigers a while ago. Is that how long he's so, been here? Yeah. NYC oh, he's, yeah, for... I, th- I, think wow. he's, I think he came here when he was like 14 or 15, Schnaz. So he hasn't so played Super League? No, oh, you no, not at mind. all. So that's why that's why he's probably tempted to play there. He, um, his grandparents. I, I think his grandma is one of his biggest fans, and obviously he's close to. He goes back there and stuff. Look, I, I don't know. It's just from what I've read, and knowing I, the sort of guy he is, yeah. that we do, it had to be something like that and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that's like I'm happy with how the clubs tracking. Like, I know there's some Dragons fans that aren't, um, but... Well, well th- Dragons fans not happy. I think... <laughs> I think... Tra- I'm not I'm not saying anything, Schnaz. I've got into a bit of Twitter warfare after <laughs> really? um, our first final win I might be scrolling, Broncos, scrolling so back to last I'm, September. I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I'm looking forward. I think we've got a really good squad. I, it adds a bit more to this year. Um, I, I I truly believed when we signed Hunt that 2019 was going to be a season where we could really challenge. I thought it was great that we got a bit of bonus finals footy last year, but I I am confident that we can replenish um, Gareth through our junior ranks and obviously through the money that he'll um, free up on the salary in the salary cap. So look, good on him. He's been an awesome clubman for the Dragons. He's played through injuries. He's won us games single handedly. Remember that? Remember that Cogger game a few years ago where um, the Dragons uh, demolished your boys and he was kicking every goal and setting up much. How could I forget? Child. We're on the hill and you're pouring beer in my head. Every time we kick the conversion, Shanaz, come here, beer on your head. Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't pouring beer. Um, but yeah, it was it, he. Some of those games, you just remember, he just totally dominated. And he was uh, your difference in the him. first half of the season last year, clearly. Yeah. And then he got injured, and you yeah. fell apart of it. Yeah, and even you saw that first half against the Broncos, where he was there. It just you're the living off that game, clicking. buddy. Oh, you're amazing. living off that game. I'm still and, until the season starts. I've got all those <laughs> memories sitting sideline for that game. It was awesome. Now in our rundown sheet, you've circled Pangai for New South Wales. Yes, talk. So obviously he's been playing for Tonga in the 2017 World Cup, and then when uh, after the grand final. Tonga played that historic test match against Australia at Mount Smart Stadium and found out in the news this week that he's uh, pledged allegiance back to New South Wales for 2019. Is he an instant pick? I think so. 
I would love to see him off the bench for the uh, Blues, and I'm pretty sure Fre- he seems like a Freddy sort of guy, doesn't he? Bit loose. Yeah, and from memory, I remember Brandy and Bedsy just like when we've done. Well, well, Hang on a like second. That's Fox doing... Sports talent, Brandy and Betsy yeah, you're talking about. Who were assistant coaches yes. for the Blues. Uh, just raving about Pangai. Brandy to... Oh, Pangai. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> like knee bend. Like, oh. He, he's so good. We should point out that Fox Sports talent, Gray Alexander, uh, has a new role at uh, Penrith. I believe it is publicised. If it's not, we're going to get a lot of trouble. <laughs> The title, the title is... This is a very high-risk, low-return sort of thing, you say. Oh, what the yeah, hell? Just, just it's not like it. I haven't been in trouble before on podcasts. The, uh, the title is something like Last Play Coach. Last what? Play Option Coach. Uh, so not fifth tackle no, no, guy, but... This, yeah. this is... Uh, it's true. He was kicking coach last year. Yeah. And I don't know if he's still doing that, but now it's all about the last play. So you might see something... I said to him, you know, some trick trick shots, and he gave me a little smile. I said, yes, you know, some trick shots. <laughs> and then threw a pen at you behind his back. <laughs> yeah, he's he's amazing. I love him. You love him. Everyone, I do love him. It seems like everyone loves Brandy. But, um, yeah, I Pangai back at the, in the blues. My God. That forward pack with all those dragons, a couple of sharkies. Are the dragons? They're, they're backing up, are they? I think. I, I think. I think they do. You change the team. Speaking other of, than add, add this absolute talent. Speaking of dragons, and bear with me, I want to give a shout out to our latest Twitter follower. One of my favourite players of the last ten years. One A dot Sims. My favourite Sims as well. Ashton. I'm more of a Dim Sims fan. But um, oh definitely second Tariq after the Player of the Year performance last year he put in for the Dragons. I go Ashton, Ashton. Ruan, and then the other two. Okay. Well, I know you mentioned Dim, but we can't be making fun Dim of Dim. Dim so dude. good. We're going to low break. Are we not? Are we, <laughs> we are going to take a break soon, though. Yes. Yeah. In fact, let's take one now. Sounds good. Brooksy, let's go to a break. We'll be back shortly with more of The League Life with Brooksy and Chanats. Rushes a kick. Low to the ground, fielded on the wing, oh, intercept, I can't believe it, Darius Boyd has been presented a try, the like of which I don't know whether we've ever seen before, one minute into the contest, Gary Belcher, my co-commentator, has collapsed on the ground, Gary, what just happened? What is Sean Kenny now doing, what was he thinking? Change your hosts. Welcome back to the League Life. This is Brooksy. Schnaz is on the other side of the table. Well, this is 50-50, buddy. There's no hosts. Yeah, but uh, for this new segment, I'm going to host it, Schnaz. And it's called, funnily enough, Ah Schnaz. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't in this production. <laughs> Sorry, it just made that up then. Seems to- it seems fitting. I'm asking you questions that people have uh, sent us on the Twitter. I'm ready. At League Life NRL. Uh, we will try and post as much as we can prior to uh, recording episodes this year, and you can have your say. Uh, give us topics, questions. First question comes from David Olivetti, and he's a Eels fan. Okay. And he wants to know, Schnaz, about Blake Ferguson. Where do we start? <laughs> Is he a good signing for Para? Oh, he's definitely a good signing for Parramatta. Don't Is that know it? what. <laughs> no, no, okay, yeah. I don't know what sort of contract he's on. I would, would be imagine it's substantial. So, if, if that is the case, he's going to have to have a season like he did last year with the Roosters because he was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, huge in meters. Try scoring. The league. 
led the league in metres, try scoring, and generally, I would suggest Kiri best season for him. Yeah. So oh, no if doubt. they get that from um, Blake Ferguson, then he'll be a great signing. Anything less for the money he's on, I'm not so sure. But let's let's see how that plays out. But I think initially, my answer is absolutely yeah. Oh, when I saw the media release that he'd signed with Parramatta, looking at the stats and thinking about the season, it's just uh, thinking about Parra's season last year too. They really missed Sammy. Right. And so I'm, I'm guessing like with the run meters, that early set runs out of their own halves, like he's going to help out with that. I think he is a good buy, but it's up to him to be able to go, you know what? Had a career best year in 2018, won a premiership, played with a bum leg in the GF. Like no, <laughs> that, that? That, and that, that was another storyline Absolutely, the Roosters grand final. And I am a believer that you're only as good as your last season. Yep. And he's had a, a wonderful one. So, it's astute buying from Parramatta. I don't know necessarily... Like I think they could have done a little bit better as far as buying a different positional player. I know what you're saying about having a semi-like player, but let's see how he goes. But yeah, last year he was unbelievable, and, and I've followed his career since he was in the under-20, so I've seen most of his games, and he surprised me, yeah. Craig Manly fan has asked, expectations of the Seagulls, and will the back office and Dez be able to work together? I know we sort of touched on this in Ooh, the coaching it's a tough one. area. They the will podcast. be uh, an improved team under Dez Hasler, and he's a very particular man with his structures and the whole procedures, the recoveries, the game plan. I feel like he's going to have to tinker with his game plan. It was a little bit uh, old-fashioned in his final few years at the Dogs. They weren't scoring a lot of points. But uh, I like their halves. They've got Cherry Evans. And remind me who they got from the Gold Coast. They've got Kane Elgy. Who I like. You like him. Yep. So I think yep. that uh, the attack will be will be decent. But he needs to let them throw it around. Um, the brothers who are just phenomenal players. As long as those guys can stay creative, I think Dez, with his defense, will lift them from the bottom of the table. I'm not sure how far they'll go in the first year. Yeah. As far as the back office goes, man, I I don't have much insight there. I just know that if your office isn't healthy, and it's so cliched, but it's true, if it's not healthy, then it's going to, at some point, come out throughout the club and onto the team. And I yeah. speak from experience with the team I follow. So uh, they need to get that right. Definitely. Probably more than the on-field stuff. Yeah. What are your thoughts? It's hard to say. I don't see the Seagulls making massive inroads on where they were at last year. Like They've done quite a bit of recruitment uh, of one-year contracts of guys from other clubs, uh, guys that couldn't get those first-grade cracks. Uh, you have a look at their roster, and even when you look at the contract breakdown, you've got Cherry Evans on his massive deal, his uh, lifetime deal. Um, you've got the Travojevic brothers who are, I think, signed up until the end of 2020. You've got a couple of um, two-year deals. I think it's Fanua Blake, Marty Tapao. They've got Corey Woodell from the Panthers. Um, Steve Woodell's son, oh. um, who played for the Panthers yeah. and the Illawarra Steelers. He was yeah. one of our uh, guys during that 92-93 era where we... You say our, you're talking okay. about the Illawarra Steelers. Illawarra Steelers, Steelers yes. sorry. Yeah. Old Steeler fan, if first-time listener. 
but yeah, uh, other than that, not much locked up after this season. So because they probably, have had cap issues, yeah, and it's probably a good time. Like I, if I'm Trent Barrett again, I'm I'm spewing because you've got all this cap space mm. going ahead that you can sort of sculpt your team because you sort of inherited a bit of a a mess from the Hasler and Tuvi eras where the contracts were being back ended. Mm. Um, the they had to sh- move a lot of players. Like Watmo had to. They moved over to Parramatta. They were paying contract, like paying contracts for players yeah. to play at other clubs. Now it's finally cleared. Tough, tough situation for Barrett, but I think long term it's a good situation for Manly. Not so much the short term. They had a lot of injuries in the short Barrett reign, and I I can cop that as an excuse. Yeah, but when you do look at the playing personnel. And it's just only dawned on me now. I'm only remembering they underperformed massively. Yeah. The coach comes into that, obviously. It can't all be on him. Yeah. So there are question marks about, as you say, how far they'll go making inroads. But I think if they were completely just confident in getting Hasler, that was the answer, then just go with it. Just all in, follow him. Whether you, whether you, I, I'm sort of not a huge Hasler man as far as coaching style and everything else but if that's what they're doing then just follow him like if they're going to bring the old guard back Shnaz, I think they've got to look at getting the guys that post Northern Eagles remember how remember they came out of that merger manly and were terrible for a few years yeah and then I remember, I think it was Max Delmage um, took over ownership and they brought in a strategy to get a marquee player each year. Yep. I think they've got to use those. The people that built that dynasty have got to be involved somewhere just to give a bit of... I, I, look, I've, we've said it before about Bob Fulton and him Uh-oh. and his control over Manly. I'm not sure if it's him, but if it's the other, other people that were involved in building that, that dynasty as the 40 nil dynasty, like they need to be involved to give them guidance to go, okay, this is what we did. They don't, don't, don't sign players. Just tell us like, how did you build that, that roster? Because it obviously worked Mm. and it was just the maintaining that roster that was, that was the issue that's putting them in the hole now. So maybe look to the part, if they're looking to the past, maybe look at how that team, how that premiership teams were built, um, then was, was it signing a marquee like Steve Bell, Jamie Lyon, um, year in year out, Brent Kite? Is that the way they go forward? Just bring in one name each year and slowly build that squad up. I have heard from many sources that Tapao's on his way out. I'm not sure when, but I don't think he wants to be there. That's paraphrasing. Yeah. Oh, is that a hint as to where he's going? Paraphrasing. I'll let that one float throughout the air and ether. Oh, um, wow, that's, a, that's deep. Uh, <laughs> all right, I've got a question for you. I didn't yeah. send this in, but just something that I um, came across over the last few weeks in the news, rugby league news world. At Nathan Brooks. What's one of you, or what's your favourite rule in the NRL, Shanaz? Is it the 40-20 kick? Like, do you like the 40-20 kick? I love it. Do you really? I love it. I love it when I'm at the game. I'm sitting usually pretty high up in the stand, and I see it coming. I see it before it happens, and I love it. Are you saying it's your favourite thing, or do you really think it's your favourite thing? Shows? I really think it's my favourite thing. I'm only saying it's... <laughs> I had to drop that sign for reference in. We anyway, so they're, they're thinking of flipping it as well. 
maintaining the 40-20, but also bringing in a 20-40 kick, Shane. Kicking from your own 20 to your attacking 40, you'll get the ball back. What are your thoughts? Where's this come from? Like, is this Todd Greenberg? Is it... It could have been from the mole. I don't, really don't know. I saw it. Uh, you know, like one of those dribblers. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm pretty you sure it was just... just use the word dribbler on a rugby league podcast. Go home. No, that's that's bingo. If you've got dribbler on your uh, rugby league podcast bingo card, you've, you've won. I dislike it. I don't like it. I think it's getting way too fancy there. Trying to make a great thing greater, but you can't. Because the forty twenty. Is it a rule? The 40-20 motion is the greatest thing. It's wonderful. It's very rugby union to me. A lot of kicking, the ball yeah. goes out. I, I, that's and a fair I, And point. I've got nothing against that, but it's just that's not what we do. So, I just don't like seeing, like, if, you've, if the game has allowed you to be on your in, in your own 20, like, mm. you, the other team's obviously winning the current battle. And for you to go, oh, I'm just going to give it a roost and hopefully we'll find... The four, like within the forty meter line, get the ball back yeah. and attack. I don't think it should be an advantageous kick like that. I, yeah. I just don't. I, I, if it was a rule, I wouldn't want the tackle count to restart. Like if you do it on the fourth tackle, then you got a hit to mm. score a try or be in an attacking position. I wouldn't like to see another set of six. No, I don't. From there. I don't mind that option you're saying, but I don't know if I necessarily need to see it. And it is rugby league, too. That could get a hell of a lot confusing, like having that rule, having all those coloured lines on the field. The groundskeeper. You're going to start having the chains well, out there soon, a la NFL, Schnaz, just to work out if it's, you know, a 50-metre a, a kick. Like, it's, it's getting crazy out there. I wouldn't mind seeing the chains. Do you want to see the chains? Just, on just Imagine the touchies are on the chains there, like, for 40-20s. <laughs> I love it. They stretch out the chain. Yeah. But they just put it back to where it kind of is on the, you know, nine-yard line or whatever. Yeah. It's just like... That's not, not even close. <laughs> but remember, like, the chains were obviously brought back in, like, 1926 or whenever it was. Don't quote me on that. Now we've got, like, graphic lines across the field. It's like, yep. we already yep. know before <laughs> yeah, old Dirk, uh, whatever his name is, is measuring out the chains and going, giving the first down signal. But the chains don't always match up with the thing on screen. No, that's a weird thing, too. That's very... Uh, do you, would, okay, so... <sighs> Do you trust the chains or do you trust the thing on the screen? Screen. I'm a yeah, screen I know, guy. I know. Because <laughs> you see the, the referee and he will go stand to where he thinks the player was tackled. Yeah. But you've watched it on your HD, maybe your 4K TV, and he's half a yard off. Yeah. And it happens in every game. Not yeah. every time, but in every game it happens. Could we? And then see- so he puts the chain there. It's like, no, no, you've got to move it half a yard. <laughs> Could we see chain gate at some stage where, like, let's say the Patriots take, or let's let's use an example of a team, the New England Patriots, take a few uh, links out of the chain, so it becomes like a, a like a nine point six yard chain. Well, they do have a history of first downs. Equipment, so, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, Schnaz. No, shout out to all those Patriots fans out there. Well, I that's the end of um. Oh, Schnaz, I think it's been pretty uh, successful. I'm happy so far. Yeah, we'd like to hear your thoughts. Feedback. Hashtag uh, Schnaz. <laughs> it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see all the different like variations of spelling of Schnaz. But yeah, just do your best. Sound it out and just type it in and we'll, we'll, find, we'll you. find it. Yeah, yeah, we'll find you. Speaking of chains and chain gate, Schnaz. Yeah. Uh, NFL. Ooh. It's a big week, guys, listening to uh, the podcast. Uh 
is having its own little uh, league life bowl this week. It's the, my Seattle Seahawks up against Schnazza's Minnesota Vikings. When you say bowl, usually, always, it always involves a team getting knocked out. Yeah. And I have done the sums. And if my team loses to your team in your home city, we will be... 98% knocked out of this season. So it's a big game. So you got a couple of, couple of toes hanging in. A couple of toes <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, it is a big game. Like we're, The Seahawks have a nice, tasty schedule yeah. leading into the end of the regular season. So big one, as you mentioned. We're both, we've got similar records too, Shaz. I think you're probably... The wild card. I think you're a game maybe ahead of yeah. us. Yeah, so a win for the Seahawks... Not only will it be great, but is this why we're doing our first podcast in months? You just saw the schedule <laughs> and went, "Oh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to get your ass." Yeah, yeah. Of course, it. you have to do a follow up. Yeah, no, I, I really like. I, I don't know how you feel about your team, but mm-hmm. I'm really liking how the Seahawks are tracking as a like sort of underdog. Uh, yeah, playing some playing some good football. Yeah, football as they say football. over there. You um, were, you were written off for a while actually. Yeah, but there's no writing. Thought it, it was going to be a rebuild. And um, you're asking me how I feel about my team, the Super Bowl bound Vikings back in preseason. Yeah, not a great year. Change of quarterback. Yeah, the O line is horrific. So Kirk has been hit and miss. When he's hit, boy oh boy. And when he's missed, boy oh boy. But he's not the sole reason they are where they are this year. Uh, The O line is horrendous. The management need to pick O line in the draft instead of kickers. Uh, Prediction for the game? I think low scoring. Low scoring? Well, reasonably low scoring. Yep. And I think you will win by, I think, around 10 points. So 10 nil? No, no, I think it'll be... Or 9 to minus 17, 1. 17-10 or something like that. So not a huge yeah. score, but it's going to be a good game. It'll be a good game. You can watch. It's, it's Monday uh, Night Football, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a Tuesday yeah. our time midday. So yeah. if you are inclined to watch that, please do. It'll be good spectacle at the very least. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. I bet you are. Good hit out, first one of the off-season schnaz. Yeah. Not quite the beep test, but... Uh, Thank God for that. And cleared some cobwebs. Yeah, that is very true. Thanks for uh, listening. We appreciate it. Brooksy, social media, quick wrap. Where are we? What are we doing? We're on all the social media outlets. Just find us. I, I haven't been Facebooking too much recently, but I You're believe... not on Facebook, buddy, because I go, to, I go to tag you in every Seinfeld thing that I yeah. can find you. Not yeah, God. I, Occasionally, I'll, I'll pick... tag Mel just to go, hey, can you show him this? Big <laughs> Twitter over Facebook, Schnaz. Yeah, I had to, there's you have just, to pick one. There's just so many less morons on Twitter than Facebook. No, it's not the morons. It's the baby pictures. No, no, it's... <laughs> no, it's like, it, you know, you've got Instagram, you've got Twitter, you've got all these apps yeah. and stuff. It's just, it's overload. It's That's the world we live overload. in. Overload. So, we've, I've reactivated the Twitter account, Shnaz. It's mm. firing up again. So, mm. you can catch us on the Twitter, okay. at League Life NRL. Okay. If you've got Spotify, yes. all our back catalogs there. So, if you want to listen to some dribblers, yeah, tick that off the bingo card. You can listen to our old episodes on Spotify. Well done, Schnaz there. You can search Kanye West and then you can search The League Life. And there, I think you there know was what? an episode we did a bit of Kanye West. If you search Brooksy, it'll come up. 
So you're on Spotify. Oh, Schnaz. You might get some tunes as well. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, search Schnaz, search Schnaz. <laughs> do the hits. Do you get it? Do you, as a, as a uh, artiste, artiste, do you get um, one hundredth of a cent every time someone searches Schnaz on Spotify? I do. Oh, wow, that's good. It's okay. <laughs> I just searched Sam, so I should be probably <laughs> on like Schnaz. to Sam Smith. Is that the guy? What's the guy? Is there a Sam yeah, Smith? Yeah. yeah. The other Sam. Yeah, maybe you can put a Sam Smith, Smith, Sam Smith track at the end just to give a bit of a taste, or maybe. not, or we just do Sam Shinazi ballerina like we always have done. Either way, you'll we're, be hearing more of us. Plans are in the works. Yep. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Instagram occasionally. If you can get past the new security gates at Fox Sports, we're here as well. Yep. Yeah. If you're I've in at Fox Sports, got a tip come for say you. Hi. The front gates are open. <laughs> Just for today. Shnaz, Rupert will not like to hear that. I love Rupert. Anyway, thanks thanks for the memory, Shnaz. Always. Always and forever. And I will, Jerry, see you see you later. Marcus, bye for now. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.